Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Um, What are we talking about again, Dave? You want to remind me? Well, today we were going to talk about, uh, because, you know, it is 9-11. Yes, that's right. And, um, in fact, I'll just jump into this real quick, is my my opinion and is there's nothing I could say that somebody else hasn't said. Uh, 9-11 affected everybody. I don't care if you're a first responder, if you're military, or if you're a homeless man. Mm-hmm. It's affected everybody. <clears throat> and do I dare say it affected nearly everybody in the world, nearly. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. a serious situation. But And it's a crazy day. I make sure I have my gun next to me. <laughs> have my uh, extra patriotic red, white, and blue as much as I can mm-hmm. today just to remember us Americans and instead of sitting here and uh, feeling as sad as I can be or as mad as I can be, you know, it's being said better than I can. And we want to do something kind of lighthearted, try to laugh and have a good time because we have the freedom still to do that. So mm-hmm. every day, all days, we could try to have a giggle and um, but not forget. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I remember the day that it happened. I remember being in, in the classroom in college when we were watching... Hearing about the first uh, first plane, and then the news came on. We brought a TV on a cart, one of those big old tube yeah. TVs on a cart into the classroom, and we started watching the news, and it was crazy. Uh, never experiencing anything like that. And I think people kind of compared it to the folks who experienced Pearl Harbor bombing. Pearl Harbor, right. And, so surreal. Like, yeah. They could be standing there, and it's happening in front of mm-hmm. them, and they're almost dumbfounded, like, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, and then the resulting, like, there was no air traffic. The right. only right. air traffic that, that I saw were uh, fighter jets. Yeah, if there was anybody even just going for some joyride, would have had a bad mm-hmm. day. Yeah. So since we were talking about, and this is fine because, like I said, I can't say anything to uplift or, you know, express my anger and dis- and sadness at this, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I remember my day and and Patty, um, uh, your her. My sister, yeah, sister. I guess sister-in-law. I was like your brother's wife, um, you know, because she she will always be a part of it because she came running in and waking me up because she was over. Um, I used to be a roommate with Scott's brother, and we sat there and watched it on TV in disbelief. And I will say, you know, I don't even remember us talking too much, but it was nice to have somebody that you know is standing next to you because it helped you realize that this is actually real. Because I think if she wasn't there, I could have just, like, man, I had a lot to drink last night, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was a bad dream, you know? But it was something that we, I hope to God we never experienced again. Yeah. But people are forgetting, so. Yep. Well, uh, we definitely won't forget. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, something a little something bit light, upbeat. Yes. lighthearted. This is kind of fun. This is going to be, int- <laughs> this will be interesting at, at least. So you came up to me and you had mentioned, hey, what do you, what do you think about these old ads? And, yeah. you know, we should do a show on some of the old advertisements, commercials that were banned. <laughs> Very controversial for... We can, we're going to show you very good reason. Mm-hmm. I, like many of the other topics that you've chosen, I kind of got like overwhelmed by the number of videos and, and ads that are available. And uh, I can't tell you how many hours that I, that I watched and didn't write any notes down because I was just so enthralled with all the ads. And in fact, I sent you a couple of text messages yeah. because yeah. I was like, they can are... Can you believe yeah, this? Yeah. And some of them are super funny. So, but... Scott's and my uh, um, humor, if you will, mm-hmm. is pretty open. We we could accept a lot of things. We don't get offended a lot. Mm-hmm. We could understand where they're coming from and appreciate humor in dark things even. Sometimes I get through, unfortunately, maybe it's just my way, you know, a close one's death through humor to get me through mm-hmm. it. So, you know, we can get some appreciation, but there's some of these things that whew, are not even... Hard to appreciate because it wasn't funny. This was real. You know, mm-hmm. this actually could actually help the cases for people that think we have systemic problems. Mm-hmm. You know, but <laughs> nobody so ever well. really cares about what all of our women had to go through. 
to be able to have yeah. the life of now you get to tell us what the hell to do. <laughs> yeah, well, in the in the world of of the Taliban and and you know suppression of of women's Women. rights and you know the Me Too movement and all the stuff. Uh, holy cow! Some right. of the ads that we're going to get to today. So just right, just to forewarn you, listeners. Yeah, uh, try not to be offended. You know, well, because you think, will think of this stuff. <laughs> think of this stuff in context of of when they originally right. appeared. And and I right. apologize if I crack up uh, when you think I shouldn't. But they right. they are kind but, of funny. But the whole point is, is that they are offensive, and and there might be different levels of how offensive. But that's why they're not they're not out they're not they're not selling products anymore this way. You know, yeah. because number one, it wouldn't work. But but that this is the whole fun of it is to look at and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is what was mm-hmm. on, wh- this is what was on air. Mm-hmm. This is what, what sold products mm-hmm. because they wouldn't be there in the first place if it didn't. Well, but, let's get to some yes, of the... Yes, please. This is an interesting topic, really. Uh, let's start off with some of the sexist... Um, oh, so many of them, ads, too. Because there are so many of them. And producer E is here today. Thank you, E, for being here. And I want you to start off... He's so off. energized and um, <laughs> happy. He's so ecstatic when he got here. Oh, we should he take, just glows. We should take pictures of him behind the... <laughs> uh, so, Ethan, there's a... Well, I'll kind of set it up. There's a Goodyear Tires ad. Mm. And it. I'll kind of... You know, in this sort of audio medium, it's kind of hard to get an idea of what a video was playing. You'll kind of get a sense uh, as it plays, but... Basically, um, it's kind of this dark lit night where we've got this woman walking to a payphone back in the day when there was a payphone. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, and uh, Ethan, go ahead and roll it. Oh, yeah. This flat tire needs a man, but when there's no man around. <laughs> She's walking in the dark, all bundled up. And you would think she's going to get a tool <laughs> no. to fix her tire. When there's no man around, Goodyear should be. Call yourself a man. Call yourself. you yeah. can't do it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. This, this kind of like sexist advertising is rampant. Right. I, I couldn't believe how many there were. It is unbelievable. I mean, really. I mean... It puts a lot of things in perspective in how I was raised, and I don't want to get into it because it's personal, but, you know, I will say this. Back in the day, um, um, physical uh, domestic abuse was mm-hmm. acceptable. That I think that is such a huge systemic issue. I mean, the, how, I mean it, it, they've came a long ways because I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah. It's almost like they didn't want to give it up. Well, they have other kind of advertising. You know, this was like television advertising. They had these other, like, magazine um, ads and newspaper ads. Ethan, you want to find some of these? Uh, They are, really, they're about men being, like, above, more powerful than women. It's all about dominance. But it's pushing the women down, even so... While it's talking about how how powerful men are, mm-hmm. but it's 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 almost like girls don't even look at this look this direction because you're not even capable of doing mm-hmm. any of this. Don't even think about it. Yeah. Remember, don't even think about it. I think that's the whole goal is is that they don't even think about it because don't let them try because mm-hmm. they're going to try and succeed and then can't have that. Yeah, you know. Well, there's just so much of this. Um, men are have the specific role and women have this other role there's one in here it's a it's a man and his wife she's got her little apron and duster and, and so many of them always did mm-hmm. yeah and so the it it reads so the harder a wife works the cuter she looks yeah and it's a, this is a vitamin commercial from Kellogg's it's called pep vitamins for pep and it's pep vitamins from Kellogg's. Well, it's all about getting the wife to be cuter. Yeah. At home but and have more energy. Job, right. But you know, <laughs> if she, as long as she's got that well, how about this? As long, well. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So mm-hmm. So you wonder where some of these old jokes come by come mm-hmm. from? Some of these old jokes are ancient just like these commercials. And it's the, the quote, air quotes, joke. You know, what do you tell a woman with 
two black eyes. Well, nothing. You already told her twice. That's right. <laughs> that's the, the ba So, so that's the whole point of perhaps mm-hmm. if she's getting the job done. Mm-hmm. No black guy. Yeah. She's cuter. Mm-hmm. It's true. All I mean, it's funny. I, all these ads are completely inappropriate. I mean, right. women's rights. I mean, I'm making light of it, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you that I've my growing up. Unfortunately, what we lived this stuff, mm-hmm. and and again, maybe it's because that's how I got through it. But but I find nothing light of this. I I wouldn't even think about it or maybe i would think about it with my wife <laughs> no <laughs> you would be the but, one with two black eyes <laughs> yeah there you go i know better but you know i i know that i have a strong sister and a strong mom and mm-hmm. and i think because of the experience that i went through that i am so anti any of this mm-hmm. crap and so the best i can do is i do make light of it but um well that's what it, cracks me up it, though but I think it was just to keep it going, to make keep them in. And you know who's making all these back in the day? You know who's running these? Uh, um, these? Uh, yeah, the advertisers. advertisement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all men. They're all men. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, it just keeps empowering them themselves. And, yeah. Well, it, it cracks me up though because you and your wife have this banter that goes back and forth, and you'll you'll make some sexist comment, and she'll throw it right back at you, and it's hilarious to watch. I, th- I think even today she said something. Hey, come here and. Look at this, and I barked at her, and she said, "Like, get over here now!" I'm like, "Oh crap!" I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you scurried over faster than I've seen before. Yeah, there's there's a few other others in here that have you know a little something about you know beating your wife or you know. Do you still beat your wife? Maybe you should <laughs> never have stopped. Read why in the rollicking, provocative yet educational booklet entitled "Why You Should Beat Your Wife." Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Send fifteen cents in a stamp. Or a coin for this little booklet. And, oh, it's and amazing. again, and look how they're talking about beating. Mm-hmm. Again, that kind of shows you the lightly paddle. Everybody's smiling. She's smiling. Yeah, yeah. This is not probably. Nope. <laughs> uh, there's another video that I wanted to show you. This one is, it's kind of like, you know, the stereotypical, you know, old school, like, um, secretary who's on a typewriter doing her thing in, you know, the office. And, Ethan, you want to find that one for me? I bought the fresh stick, just as you told me. You're absolutely right. It's neat and quick, and it goes on dry. It did make me feel cool and sweet, just as you said. I did everything you said, but my boss still hasn't asked me to lunch. Unlike some deodorants, fresh doesn't guarantee you'll get ahead in business. And that's like number oh, one thing you don't do is never you dip your it, pin in company. Quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things that you go, this is why we have sexual harassment training right. that's mandatory now. Right. <laughs> I don't know if this was actually part of the culture back in the you know 50s or whatever, but... But here, here's this. So this is no excuses, okay? You mm-hmm. should know better by now, but... How about this? At least some understanding could be used, like when an 85-year-old man stumbles into a 7-Eleven and says, Hey, you toots, how are you? Uh, you know? Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's it was what happened most of his life, not this part, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it's hard. You really can't. You can. But it's hard to break from it, I guess, especially if you don't want to. But mm-hmm. it, it's just uh, insane that, you know, when I was looking this up, I knew it was out there. Obviously, I've seen I've seen it in commercials, but when I looked it up, I didn't know that would be like the majority of the in the commercials. Doesn't matter if it's from dish soap, vacuum mm-hmm. to coffee to a hammer, you know, a man's tool. Mm-hmm. It's it was it's so much um, sexism. Um, yeah, it, it, it the blows woman... me away. It 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 really puts perspective of me growing up. I was growing up in the seventies, you know. Mm-hmm. And some of that stuff still existed. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. So I mean, I think a lot of these ads are probably from the fifties and sixties. And you know, we're talking about a post uh, World War Two. You know, America. Right. A lot of these uh, baby boomers actually came out of this um, this era. You know, my my dad, he's a boomer, and you know, of course, he was kind of sheltered in 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 his his uh, early childhood 
from a lot of other stuff because he's you know in a very religious home but he was still he was living in homes where the man was the man right. and the woman was the one to stay home and and do everything at home take care of the kids and the man would go to work and that's exactly what's portrayed in all these in all these right. videos that's that's the culture they were selling mm-hmm. obviously obviously mm-hmm. you know i mean i thought it was kind of funny because we have you know newer ads coming out we have advertisements from pharmaceutical companies and they always crack me up. I only grabbed, uh, I think, just one to share. But I thought it's interesting how... Um, well, I, I guess I did, I did bring two to show you. But they, they the talk... The comparison. Yeah, of... they, they talk about, you know, different things. In this case, it's a diet pill. And then the other one we'll get to, which is a, a quit-smoking drug. I was overweight and looked terrible. But AIDS oh, helped me right. lose 46 pounds. <laughs> The AIDS diet plan helped me lose 28 pounds. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me to lose 18 pounds, and it doesn't contain anything to make me nervous. Question, why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight without making you jittery. Little did they know, a few years later. Yeah, yeah, a few years later. Use only as directed is what it says. Now, compare that to modern pharmaceutical commercials. Mm. I mean, we've all seen them, right? Then most of all them are like, uh, they have, you know, a few little benefits or one benefit, but then they have all these side effects. Side effects, right. Ethan, look for the one for Chantix. <laughs> yeah. Herb quit smoking with Chantix and support. Talk to your doctor about Chantix and a support plan that's right for you. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions while taking or after stopping Chantix. If you notice agitation, hostility, depression, or changes in behavior, (laughs) thinking, or mood that are not typical for you, or if you develop suicidal thoughts or actions, stop taking Chantix and call your doctor right away. Talk to your doctor about any history of depression or other mental health problems, which can get worse while taking Chantix. Some people can have allergic or serious skin reactions to Chantix, some of which can be life-threatening. If you notice swelling of face, mouth, throat, or a rash, stop taking Chantix and see your doctor right away. Tell your doctor which medicines you're taking, as they may work differently when you quit smoking. Chantix dosing may be different if you have (laughs) kidney problems. The most common side effect is nausea. Patients also reported trouble sleeping and vivid, unusual, or strange dreams. Right. Until you know how Chantix may this affect you. This whole commercial is about... driving or operating machinery. <laughs> Chantix should not be taken with other quit-smoking products. You might think that you're a gay penguin at the end of this. <laughs> the urges weren't like they used to be, and that helped me quit. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, really Talk tired. to your doctor yeah. to find out if prescription Chantix is right for you. It's just I so stopped smoking because I... it it even says that if you have um if you have suicidal thoughts even after quitting chantix oh even after yeah that to me is like that's creating some sort of damage no it's going to say go get a cigarette if you have any of these (laughs) symptoms yeah yeah. go back to smoking yeah i was gonna say it Sound looks like it gives you every single reason why you should not use this product. Yeah, that's all. That's right. what all, every single one of these is like. In fact, all you're taking it for, really, truly, is for the side effects. You're just going to be so damn busy with all these side effects, you just can't even have time to have a puff on the cigarette. Well, think about the the two sides of this. Right? Is you know, smoking cigarettes supposedly will kill you. Right? Any disagreement here? Oh. You know. <laughs> Well, no, those are terrible. Yeah, they'll kill you. Yeah, so that's the first one. The second one is this dang drug. Yeah, and if the cigarettes don't kill you, you'll kill you. <laughs> right. What I don't get the difference between, I mean, you're looking at weighing the good and the bad here. Either, right. either the cigarettes kill you or the or, or the thing that's going right. to stop you from smoking. Right. I mean... I don't get why people would even have this as a... And, and I'm make. pretty sure that man, before he w- took Chantix, you know, he was kind of up around playing Frisbee and stuff. Have you noticed that guy's like, I got to sit down on this bench or lean up against this post? <laughs> you know, Chantix worked f- for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, man, this guy died. Uh-huh. I think they had to had to make sure that he had uh, life support around him when yeah. he got off those cigarettes. <laughs> so this might be hard to believe. 
And I don't know the details of anything, but my grandfather had a really bad heart and he had, man, he had bad blood pressure. You name it. He had, he literally had like two shot glasses full of pills he had to take every day, literally. And, um, but he never, well, I can't say never, but as a kid, all I can remember is that he always had cigars, Mm -hmm. but he never smoked them. Just always chewed on them and, you know, chewed them down Mm -hmm. and, and would spit and stuff and, and so he got a little something out of it, I guess. But he tried to quit when he was getting older because he's a big man. And um, and if I got it right, the doctor, because he was having some issues while quitting, it was affecting him, mm-hmm. like having a hard time with the side effects of not having, I guess, having the nicotine. nicotine. Mm-hmm. But I guess because of his other issues, the doctor told him to not stop. Mm-hmm. Like he had other issues, like it was making complicating other things, which was kind of weird. But mm-hmm. yeah, your body starts to fight those those chemicals not being in your system. Well, it's holding holding your heart and 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 you know mm-hmm. everything and your you know hostage. Like I'm gonna let it go, bring it back in the system. I'm mm-hmm. gonna let it go. Yeah. But, well, so speaking of of tobacco products, <laughs> there's a plethora of well, old sure, commercials because it was the big seller. I mean, the FDA even approved them. So. It was the, <laughs> it was the coolest thing to ever um, uh, uh, that existed because it it would cure things, it would help you feel better. I mean, it, it went rampant across the whole world. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to smoke. In them. fact, there is this commercial that uh, a doctor recommends camels. <laughs> Ethan, you want to roll that one? You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls. You'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. (laughs) And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, Mm -hmm. they're particular about the brand they choose. In his doctor's office. They'll do it in a treatment. In all branches of medicine. In surgery, Doctors in all parts of the country were asked, What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment? Mm -hmm. See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. Mm-hmm. See how that black tar death yeah. works for you. <laughs> you fast forward this this beautiful woman who's smoking a cigarette right now to what she looks like at forty. <laughs> she looks like one of the California up. raisins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she's like probably lost like a foot and a half of height too. You know. Mm, yeah. And she uh, talks like she's like that. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't know. Let me ask you. Just side note. Um, you know the gal from Star Wars, Princess Leia? Mm-hmm. I want to say Carrie. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Well, in her last days, she sounded like like one of the Simpsons, uh, Marge, Marge's yeah, uh, sisters, sisters mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it made me wonder if she smoked a lot or not because yeah, Carrie she... Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah. Because, man, I can't even get mm-hmm. as low as she, she was. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, there was someone else. Oh, and I can't remember her name, but she was uh, Kathleen Turner. There you go. Right. Yeah. She. I guess she. I think she's still around. She's mm-hmm. um the Kaminsky method. Uh, it's like a Netflix series, and she's been on there. And uh, and boy, she's got like <laughs> the voice. So, uh, not to get off of a subject, but there was a a, a show idea that I was going to run past you because mm-hmm. I kept running across a lot of. Then and now, people mm. was interesting oh. as an example. One that was very shocking. I know she's a little bit older than Tom at the time, but on um, uh, Top Gun, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and oh, the gal. Yeah, but I understand oh. that. I don't know what Tom Cruise if he's into like that drinking the baby's blood or if if something in his religion is helping him out. But he looks fantastic for his age. Yes, he nobody does. could deny it. But yeah. they do this. There are now them, mm-hmm. and there are now, you know, and I'm like, 
What yeah. happened? Something. What was her name? S- Kelly McGinnis or something? Holy smokes. I think you might be right. But yeah. she was, back in the day at least, she was known to be amazingly she beautiful. She was beautiful in the, in you the know, movie. Right. So that's it's where, just, that's it's just different the to, aging. That's where I learned how to kiss a girl. Watching on the Gun. TV, what? Yeah, that's right. It would come on, and you like look around. I'd, nobody's in here. I'd scoot on up closer, talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that was like one of the first movies where I had watched like a really passionate kissing scene in Top Gun, and and I had the hots for that chick. She was very good looking at the yeah. time, but uh, and she was a little bit older. Yeah, you know, right. like Tom was, Cougar. I think, nineteen at the time, <laughs> young. Yeah. But, but, so funny. yeah. So, but, anyways, I thought that would be a nice idea of. Yeah, we will. Some we'll interesting. To, we'll have to add in, that to interesting our... changes of certain people and and or no changes. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, hey, and if you're listening to us right now and you have a topic idea, yeah. send it to us. Mailbag yes. at nevertoserious.com. Nevertoserious.com. There you go. Uh, I want to continue on with the tobacco products because. For a while, you know, Camel had Camel Bucks. There was an yep. a- animated... Yep, a ton of those things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we have a... I have a, a tin around here somewhere. Well, we have a mutual friend who used to get playing cards, and, like, he'd collect all kinds of, like, Camel stuff. And uh, and now we've got bans on you no know, animated, you know, cigarette advertising. There's no cigarette commercials as far as i know now nope, no not on um mainstream yeah no it, anywhere Ethan, maybe in a magazine the next one certainly when i watched it for the first time i was like kind of i don't want to say i was offended but i was just shocked that this was even a thing it's the flintstones mm-hmm. go ahead so the guys are out the girls are doing the yard Making sure she's Thank there the computer. Yep. Hard, don't right. they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. <laughs> Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got Isn't that crazy to see them sitting there smoking yeah, cigarettes. <laughs> But it is, but it wasn't for me. I, mean, I was growing up with it in the house all the time. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, because I remember it being on TV. Yeah. So the, the girls are, they're standing out there. They stopped working. Now they're watching the guy smoke cigarettes sitting next to the back of the house. Which, it's funny, because this that's a commercial for the cigarettes, yeah. but in the show itself, that wouldn't have flied, because Wilma would have whipped his butt, even, yeah. even back in that day, you know? But, See, there, now Wilma gets hers. Yeah, she's sitting in a, you know, a Lazy Boy, um, or whatever the equivalent is back on Stone Age, yeah. um, sitting there smoking a cigarette. And the thing is, is sponsored by Winston. So, they're... I mean, I thought this was like a children's cartoon. Well, of course it is. I mean, of course there's adult humor. Back in the back in my day, I could go. You could probably still now, but I believe they banned them to a point. But back in my day, you could go buy candy cigarettes, and they weren't like things that kind of look like cigarettes. I mean, I they mean, still have candy cigarettes, but they don't. They're, they're not, not as good. There's as not they as used detail. Yeah. They're not as the other ones. You could even, I think make them smoke kind of not real yeah, smoke but, yeah like powder come but out. you could pretend you know just like you could play you know cowboys and indians back in the day you could pretend and that was it's because they wanted you to smoke mm-hmm. and it was okay back then but this is also because why not you want them to smoke because it was healthy i mean not only was it like not bad for you it was promoted as like taking vitamins put the vitamins out just have a cigarette <laughs> yeah you're feeling down no, don't, no, don't, don't, don't lose weight or get on a better diet. No, just have some cigarettes. Yep, smoke, smoke like two packs a day, and that'll yeah. take care of that weight gain problem you have. That's true. <laughs> or you just get AIDS. Uh, yeah, the AIDS diet. <laughs> I lost forty pounds on AIDS. I'm like, oh, you're gonna lose a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Another another ad that that is never seen anymore. Uh, it's chewing tobacco. Oh, right. I remember seeing a lot of these growing oh, for up. for sure. You know, it was always the cowboy. It was always, you know, the man, you know. And so we've got a couple of them here. One of them is uh, 
and I had never heard of this, but it kind of goes along the line of, of the Flintstones. It's an animated commercial with bulls. And it's called oh. Bull... I think it's called Bull in the Woods Chew. Okay. I don't know if I've seen this one. This is the story of the little bull who wanted to sing, but sing in a special way. So His there's like a circle of bulls, and they're the singing, the and then there's this primary... <laughs> yeah, they're all camping. Rich and mild. You see, Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco is rich. It's mild, too. And your voice must express that mildness. Rich and mild. Deeper. Oh. Rich and mild. Fuller. And so the little bull worked and sang. And he needs a dip. His voice got richer and fuller <laughs> and sweet as Bull of the Woods He's chewing gradually tobacco. gradually getting older and bigger. When he got his wish. Becomes a big bull. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods. It's a boxer. Longing filler can't be beat. Rich yeah. and mild chewing tobacco. Man, it's good chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods That's a lot of time for that commercial. There we go. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Mild and juicy. That's, 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 mm. That explains why there's bulls out in the woods mm-hmm. camping. Yeah. Right. I was wondering why. It makes hell. sense, right? Sure. <laughs> makes lots of sense. Uh, it's, I mean, it just goes along with the, the animated advertising. You know, it's this adult bull trying to get his kid to mature and become a man. Why not? A real bull. Yeah. And uh, start chewing. Yep. <laughs> and and next thing you know, you've got no lip. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to, unfortunately, I used to do all this crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad I don't. But, um, well, I this... do remember the, the, the nice, sweet pull of a cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you have to walk up the stairs. You're like, <sighs> yeah, out of breath. Yeah. But it's, I can see why they would want to ban this type of advertising because it certainly is. It's a father teaching his right. young bull to grow up to become a man and well, chew. Yeah, to be fair, I've only heard the the doctors and stuff back in the day and the positive stuff about the cigarettes. I haven't heard the big hype of were they trying to sell this as healthy too, I wonder or I, I just wonder if there was hype about it. I don't but think But they've had it for so long. Like I remember, do you remember the old I want to say it was in the 20s even cartoons mm-hmm. and it was like the Indians and and they had that big old tobacco plug they had Mm-hmm. take out and chew on and yeah that's right you know, it was always around you know mm-hmm. i mean i don't and even like these early commercials the kids. they didn't have those warning labels <laughs> you know let's say you know that the surgeon general right like, was the surgeon general even a thing back in the day when these things were around boy i don't know i don't, I don't know. know ethan there's one more actually there's two more there's the uh it's kind of like a um I want to say it's like men being men again, and it is the beach nut commercial. Mm. You know these the men are this. these men are working. Yes. in the sawmill. I need some beach nut. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You run your mill with the same kind of skill that's yeah. passed through your family to you. Right, I mean, like love that stuff. three You're generations of of dudes. Beach nuts, the tobacco you chew. Beach nuts, the tobacco you chew, and it's been that way, father and son, for a long time. Beach nuts, smoother, moisture, more delicious. Father, son, and grandpa. Yeah, beach nuts, the tobacco you chew. If you want to lose your feet, your teeth by thirty-two, <laughs> it's the one you choose. It's the one you choose. Nope, you can still buy that same stuff today. Yeah, yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. actually, it's probably the least abrasive stuff out there in my opinion yeah, yeah. it's probably if I, if I dare say it's closer to natural than the stuff that you get in a can with, the little fiberglass <laughs> with all the extra yeah stuff in there uh there was another video we don't need to play but it's it's the marlboro cigarette you know the idea was you know cowboys they smart mm-hmm. marlboro right because they're men they're, they're men exactly. they're tough mm-hmm. it's what tough guys do so we move on to some racist type videos it, i mean maybe it's not completely racist but it's stereotyping it's it's using other races to and some of it is downright racist yeah too. it's not good so yeah this is but this is what this was the norm back there mm-hmm. in our papers and even on tv and and you know uh, it's you know it's one thing that uh you know today there's a lot of this going around about you know how many 
things or, or issues that black people are dealing with and and picture being a black person alive even while these mm-hmm. advertisements they might be able to grab the same paper read the same paper and see mm-hmm. huh great that's great thanks yeah that helps you know yeah i kind of wonder about how the hodge t- twins would react to some of these uh because they got a great they sense would, of humor. i know they would probably make it hilarious somehow yeah, they probably would but uh let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll watch some of these videos sounds good okay Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. All right, we're, we're back. Thanks. Uh, we are looking at some potential racist advertisements of the past. And to be honest, I want to bring in some new stuff mm-hmm. that I think it's interesting because it's almost like going back in time because there's some videos that are, or some ads that are now racist against white people. Mm. Oh. So, and we'll we'll get to that in, oh, in a second. So let me, let me set this up. So Ethan... I want you to I want you to pull up the the Frito Bandito ad. Oh right. <laughs> I heard you want to be a Frito Bandito like me. You too. Then you must sing the Bandito song. Let's sing together. You just follow the bouncing Frito corn chips bag. Ay 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandido. Hey, I like little animated character. Chips. I love them, I do. I Huge want Frito Sponge. I'll get them from you. Long mustache. Boom, two six I, 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 That's right. Bolts across the chest, both sides. Oh, I am the Frito Bandido. I mean, he is the Frito Bandido. Yeah. I mean, he has to at least look the part. I don't think this commercial would fly in today's world. You know, I mean, this one, I think it would probably be borderline. I don't think anybody... I don't know. I mean, this is is weak sauce as it goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it would probably be on the line of what is that? I mean, there's nothing negative said. It's stereotyping is all it is. You know, right. But, you know, I didn't, never really took them as a, uh, a Hispanic chip no. until, like, you know, this commercial, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't understand that. But and maybe I, they're just trying to reach out to the Mexican population. Maybe. I, I don't know where it came from, but I have not seen the Bandito since. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing <laughs> that it might have uh, played for a little bit and didn't work out. They're like, uh, no, we don't like those. Yeah, so we're going to go a different direction. But still, it, yeah, it might be questionable today. Here's another one. This is uh, when Jello. this is predates Cosby. Ooh, good. <laughs> I was just concerned what was in it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see... This is... I mean... This is early, probably in the fifties, and I'm I'm sure maybe even earlier than that. It's it's black and white, yeah, animated, and you know there's a at the time in in that part of you know of our history, you know, the Japanese bombed uh, Pearl Harbor. Yep, we were not friends with them. Right, we were not friends with China, and so this little Jello commercial, I think, kind of hits a little something and it was a, probably for a specific era yeah. you know go ahead e. i'm just for fun of it jello tonight back to present small chinese type baby waiting for dessert oh, yeah. <laughs> chinese mother bling baby jello famous western delicacy little baby oh, in a high chinese chair baby. with chopsticks he unable to tell if this jello is strawberry trying to eat jello with chopsticks orange, lemon, lime, apple black raspberry black jelly or grape Jello come in all ten flavors. Poor Chinese baby. Crying. Chinese mother, bling baby, great Western invention. Spoon. <laughs> the great Western invention, the spoon. Yeah, but you know, it should just come with the jello because they wouldn't need the spoon if they weren't trying to eat jello. So. I mean, what baby even uses utensils? Yeah, I know. Like, well, chopsticks? I don't know. Maybe a Chinese baby. Maybe. I, I don't know at what age they begin to switch over to chopsticks from their fingers. They, I think that's like 
I thought that it was just they could do it right. I remember now. producer E's first birthday. He definitely did not use chopsticks or the Western spoon invention. Use his face. I know. I should look when I do the edit. Put pictures of Ethan with that cake all over his face. Happy birthday, little Ethan. <laughs> uh here's another one and this one i find it's pretty offensive uh in today's climate with uh with racism with you know how black people and white people are you know going through this weird transition of of anti-racism which is just flipping to being racist against white people um but this is like one of those magazine ads and it's about a soap and the soap is, you know, a couple of, like, children, and they are basically getting ready to wash, I guess. And, uh, Ethan, you want to bring that up? Pears Transparent Soap for Improving the Complexion. And it's a two-part. Top part of this poster is a little white kid, little white baby, all plump with soap and a little scrub brush. And there's this little black child sitting in the wash yep. bin or basin. And I guess he's going to get all washed up with this transparent pair of soap. And they're, showing, gets... how, they're showing how good the soap is mm-hmm. by it'll wash the black off of you is yep. what they're saying. That's right. So little, the little kid in the second part of this little poster stands up out of the wash bin, buck naked. And, all that is left over that is black is from the neck up. Everything else is turned white. That's yeah. how good this soap is. Yeah. So, like, this is one of them that I, to me anyways, I and I'm pretty, I'm not very sensitive. I mean, I, I can handle a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm not pissed, mm-hmm. okay? But uh, but this one here, I didn't, I thought this was one that was definitely absolutely racist. No borderline. I didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, because it also indicates that, they'd be better off if they were white, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and there were quite a few of these different different posters that, that I'd found. Because there's some being frowned upon is one thing, mm-hmm. and then this is racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are some other ones, too, that that these are, like, magazine ads that, you know, I, they kind of crack me up in a way. Um, there's one, the Atari ad, Ethan, if you can find that. It It kind of cracks me up. If you remember Stevie Wonder, oh, very famous um, and he's musician. looking slim and good there. Yeah, very slim. Uh, but he's you know he's a, a blind guy, and the title of this this is an Atari ad, and Stevie Wonder standing there with a, a a joystick in his hand, and he's smiling with his glasses on, and boy he does look thin there, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And the title at the top says Stevie Wonder, and then in quotes it says. If I could play video games, <laughs> you bet it would be an Atari. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, and you know that he chose to do this ad. Sure, he got paid that. Yeah, but to to me, you know, for me, this isn't a racist racism thing. No, uh-uh. if anything, like like if you haven't noticed, people, we, you know, we're going through and touching base on everything, not just black racism, you know, Asian and, and Hispanic, mm-hmm. and. Why not touch base on handicapped people? Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is making fun of like blind people. That's but, right. You know, but but still, that, that's comical. Yeah, you this know, ad it would, would not still fly. be frowned upon yeah. today because mm-hmm. you would have to. There's they don't want to sit down and break it down to say that hey, that's funny. Even see, I mean, people still make those jokes, mm-hmm. you know, or not in, about Atari, but mm-hmm. still uses Stevie Wonder. Well, if Stevie Wonder, oh, I can, if, yeah. if Stevie Wonder could do it, I could do it or something like that. It's like one of those but, Saturday Night Live ads that are right. like, you know, the the fake but, funny ads. Yeah, but I think that's great. This is great. But I think that even, I think even a blind person would, could get a kick out of it. I'm, you know? sh- I'm sure it's, Stevie Wonder thought it was funny. Um, so, <laughs> so. They'd have to be told. Uh, so there's, I kind of thought about, you know, these these commercials from the past, how they kind of compare to commercials of the present. Mm-hmm. And who knows what things are going to look like sometime down the road in the future. Right now, we're going through this really weird transition where I think the people who were part of these commercials of the past would look at the commercials of today and would probably be pissed about them. Well, well, I don't doubt it a bit. And this is kind of, you know, about the race thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
because I, this is something I don't agree with. So we kind of went through the stuff that is maybe borderline and definitely is racist. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, we've went through this cancel culture in our lives today. And when they took out Uncle Ben's, which I'm going to tell you I disagree with, and Aunt Jemima, I'm going to tell you I disagree with, mm-hmm. because there wasn't anything showing that on there, you know, uh, anything yeah. negative to them. And that's a home, that's, that's something that we've always seen in our household. And even mm-hmm. Mrs. Butterworth, yep. I don't care what anybody says, if I could have my way with Mrs. Butterworth, me in the back barn. <laughs> <laughs> but they, th- those things aren't, I think that the complaint was just that they're stereotypical of a certain time. I don't find them offensive. I like their products. Right. You know, to me, it's, it's like, but, you know, Burt's Bees, um, you know, lip balm and, and lotion. Yeah, but if I want to go get some, oh, I'm so bad with names because I don't eat it, but, you know, some um, jambalaya. Mm-hmm. I know it's not racist, but I'm going to go with some black person to make that. If I want, yeah. if I have never want to ever tried it, I'm going to have some authentic. How's yeah, that? you want some So some if you're going to have a picture of that person that could be authentic as a selling point to let you know that, hey, this is authentic or whatever, mm-hmm. or Taco Bell might have a taco somewhere that might show that it's a taco place. To me, that's just mm-hmm. part of sales about it. But yeah, I agree. I I get some Southern Louisiana jambalaya. Yeah. But and, that and to me put makes on, sense. Put a like when I have it's my like barbecue. barbecue sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I have you know a picture of the gentleman that made it. Mm-hmm. Sell that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I well, how about this? When I see it, I don't see it as, as, as I think it's as a it's a plus. I don't. I don't like that they've taken them. There. I feel like they've taken today. They've actually taken more black faces down mm-hmm. than up yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I've got a, a video here. It's it's a bit long, and and I may I may have Ethan to sort of like move forward in, in time. But this is somewhat recent. I'm thinking it's in the last you know year or so that there's an advertisement that's been going around. It's a recruiting advertisement for, I think it's the U.S. Army. And it's what they would consider a woke commercial. I was going to say, if it's been in the last year or so, it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. And th- so the it starts off, It's I actually pulled the compilation version of it, and I'll just, um, I'll have it start playing here. But the Chinese are, basically their recruiting video compared to the Russian recruiting video compared to the American recruiting video, all for military. And Ethan, you can go ahead and hit play. And then I may have you like mute it at a certain point here. But it's basically... It's, we don't speak Chinese. So. <laughs> uh, go ahead and go ahead and mute it. So the... It's, it's a, a real... You can hear the music. You can see that it's a very serious set of of uh, you know of of uh, military people. They're all in line. They're you know it, it shows organization, power. Yeah, showing their military, and showing their showing, military, showing strength. their abilities, and how yeah, ser- yeah. Okay, all those missiles, all those airs, missiles. That's- <laughs> <laughs> all the battlefield. You know what? Okay, uh-huh. so this commercial was quite well because it started very simple. Mm-hmm. Started with a quote, "You and me," in a beginning, all the way to hellfire bringing raining down from the mm-hmm. sky. Holy crap! Yeah, I got some special forces, some fighter jets, uh, battlefield scenes. You know, brought to you by reversed engineering. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it shows strength. Sure, so, Ethan, sure go ahead and move forward to the Russian. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. It's probably a couple of minutes in. You can cue it up. It's a Russian military video, and this guy, I, I believe, he's a soccer player, and he's an individual becoming something, uh, being Great. becoming part or right. part of something greater. Exactly. And he's so tough. He's getting his hair buzzed, and Go he ahead, doesn't Ian. even care that there's hair all around his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> A very stern look. But how would we handle it? So, can I explain something that most of these countries, what we used to do, we used to make 
and add, not that wouldn't just appeal to younger people to want to join, but knowing that our enemies are going to watch this, because you want to show strength, because they're going to see how they're what we're using to recruit, and, uh, and you're going to want to have an ad that you know that your enemy will go, ooh. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to scrap with those guys. Yes, you can see here. These are some tough men. Yeah, they're no very lie. stern faced. And they will match. Jumping this. out of the airplane, walking off with their parachute behind them. <coughs> I mean, every time it's it's very stern and and strong. It's deliberate. Yeah, it's very deliberate. Essentially telling you, we could take you, an average person, and we'll turn you into some beastly killing machine. Mm -hmm. For your country to help out others. Yeah. So the next the next piece of it, Ethan, if you want to queue up the the U.S. military, this is where it gets kind of woke and AKA shameful. And it doesn't it doesn't in my opinion doesn't show strength. It, it certainly I I don't think that it shows the traditional United States strength yeah. honor for military. This is a nod to the woke left. And that we, as a military, will accept anyone. So we're very accepting. And uh, Ethan, go ahead and roll it. It's kind of an interesting take, though, because it's half animated. So it's regular video, and then they have this sort of animated uh, comic book character overlay to it. And it's, they start telling the story. This is the story really of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot animation? Missile Defense yep. Systems. Oh my gosh, and this looks like G.I. Joe when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly oh, right. No. It begins in California with a little girl oh, raised by two moms. Girl raised by two moms. Are we, are in we, are we selling shampoo again? <laughs> story Although of Emma. I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet played violin. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending pride, freedom parade, from an early age. Love each other, respect everyone. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Oh. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet. Eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. Hold on, wait a minute. With Can such we... powerful role models. Oh. Sorry. I completely forgot that this is a freaking military commercial. Yeah, you kind of forget, don't you? Mm -hmm. No, I literally did forget. Yeah, <laughs> because... It's all about the recovery of somebody that got sick, and I'm seeing a marriage or something. Mm -hmm. It's the story of, of, I think her name was Emma, and it's it's about the diversity of her family, her upbringing, how un, you know, non-traditional it is. How she's how she's struggled through this world with all these different things. How about I care about for my military? I don't even care. All I care about are you smart? Can you take a punch? Are you, can you follow <laughs> direct? I'm serious. <laughs> Have you, you not? I am not kidding you. Yeah. Have you not seen these Russians? Have you not I seen know. even these Chinese dudes are freaking something to be not to be reckoned with? Yeah. And we need big, badass, tough. Yeah, tough and. Oh my gosh, I don't care about any of this. None of this matters to me. All I care about is that our military, I want the I want the strongest chain. Mm -hmm. When you're talking to my military. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not sensitive to this at all. This the, but what this is is that in the other commercials they're talking about you know, they're showing strength and right. showing honor and dedication, but this is more like telling a story of and uh, and trying to describe that this girl grew up in an environment that she had to overcome, like she had these things that were right. Is she know, overcoming it, or is she um, um, accepting of it? Because that's what got her there. Well, you know, it's 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 supposed to be a tragedy, but it's supposed to be something that shows how normal and this is what we do every day. Yeah, you know, it's it's. But the, to the point of you saying, you know, be able to take a punch, right? right? That to me is important because it does it shows strength that these people are going to be the ones that fight for us. Right. And this is showing, this is comparing um, a growing up in a home with two moms as diversity um, struggles growing up, and this is what makes her, this particular person strong, and now going to fight for us 
in the military. Ethan, go ahead and keep, keep playing. I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. See, now they're trying to talk about the But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. So not a good team player. And after meeting <laughs> with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. All right, now can you take a punch? No, no, honestly, that's that's great. But how about this? This is a commercial for our military. Mm-hmm. This shows. Okay, my point. Okay, let me get to my point. Okay, man. In, in in commercials, and I mean almost any commercial. I don't care if it's for baby food to to military. They're going to show the best of the best. You know what I mean? They're not going to show the baby food that has like very little vitamin count, you know? They're going to mm-hmm. show the best of the best. This here is showing even some of the weak people can get up and, and find themselves to become strong, and, but this doesn't show strength at all. There's not, they're not showing any of it. They're not, yeah, exactly. They're not showing our military. They just showed Emma that feels empowered. Is she strong? I don't know. This is a personal situation for her. Is she strong in the job she's doing? I don't know. She feels personally great for her actions she's taking, but all I care about, can she do her job right? Mm-hmm. But this is a commercial. That's what we're commercial. talking about. Mm-hmm. And as a commercial goes, this makes us look like panty waists, weak. Nobody, well, I can't say nobody, but I don't want my military to look like this is what's going up against that Russian dude. I, that, I think that other countries also see these ads. Obviously, they're on YouTube. This, to me, th- this does not reflect well on the strength and honor of our military. No. I, I, I can understand the struggles that individuals might have in their own life, whatever it is. If it's, if it's growing up in a home with, with, uh, you know, with mom and, and her wife, okay, that's that's fine but we're this is yeah, not that's, a, that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the military write a book yeah or or do one of these other well, commercials that have you know that you're selling some other procter and gamble products right. you know cuz they are famous for woke commercials now but what bothers me is is that we if you were to compare this to what we once advertised all of our previous military commercials showed strength. Right. All of our toys and our abilities to use them, mm-hmm. the planes and stuff. And how about yeah. this? If you're going to show a woman, I want them to show, because I'm telling you, man, our military women are tough as hell. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't look so tough. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. But regardless, show a woman, kick down that door and take out their their target. Mm-hmm. Show that. Yeah, strength. that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Show what our military. I don't care about. I don't care. I don't care. How about this? I don't care about any of their upbringing. I've got to worry about myself. Okay, everybody's got a job to do, and this is a, a commercial for said job. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at that, that my military's paying them to do it. <laughs> I don't need your backstory. Mm-hmm. You guys vetted them. They all met a requirement. Let's move forward. Show us what they can do now. This doesn't show us what she can do. Yeah, if you just show us that they allow no matter. I mean, I don't. She's not powerful, or or she might be powerful. We don't know that, you know, or strong or whatever. But it's just a feeling she got. But you are on the right track with you know the idea that she's kind of they're accepting of just about anyone into the military. Okay, that's fine. But again, there needs to be a standard that is not easy to get to. I, but I my think... point is, I don't need to hear all the other stuff yeah. to show whether she's ex- is amazing or not. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any qualifications for the military. That's all I cared about on this commercial she for the military. She did climb over that one wall. We don't know that. Oh, that's right, because it was animated. <laughs> 
she could have been this day and age. You don't know if she is an actor, to be honest with you. you know? That's true. That's sad, That's right? Yeah. And And so I don't know if you have it. I'm not telling you to do it. But the CIA has an, a commercial like this as well. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not talking about the strength of our CIA. It's talking about the issues of uh, one of the people that became into the CIA with all of her mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. And these are places that you are. How about this? I don't know if I said this before, but are they going to go, well, you know what? We are so in, we're, it's okay to be understanding and there for mental illnesses, but are we going to be allowing uh, or so tolerant of them that you're like, okay, you know, we need somebody to do the air, ca- air traffic control, which is known for you can't be sick. No. You know, you have to be you on your be. game. That's right. Even after they know that you don't have mental illness. Mm-hmm. But are you going to, sh- I shouldn't have said that because I really don't want anybody with mental illness up there. But now somebody's going to listen in and go, Oh, right. We haven't touched there. We're going to have to make sure we have a couple woke people. How many gay people are up there? We got to have a certain yeah. percentage of gay people, a certain percentage of, we have to make it diverse. Yeah. We don't need that. We need strength. And yeah. there's tons of other things. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, we're not, how about this? It's okay. People have their faults, but these are commercials for these entities that need to show strength and they're not. Why are they showing their the weakest parts of it? Yeah, I don't know who their advertising agency is in charge. And they got to know that the those. enemies are looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bigger than just recruiting people. Right, it's, it's projecting to the enemy what what our strengths are. Because we've seen what um, North Korea, you know, because we've I've I don't know about we, but I've watched some of their commercials of their military, mm-hmm. and guess what? They will make it look even. Grander than it even is. Why? Because <laughs> they have to show strength. Yeah, they need to project that. Can we do that? Can we at least pretend? But yeah, that's that's a well, very good example. So in the last couple of minutes here, I wanted to talk about what do you think the future might be for advertising, considering where we've seen stuff come from. We uh, have now seen the stuff that's happening right now. In the next, well, let's say, 20 or 30 years, what do you think uh, ad- ads are going to look like? I think they're going to be so black, white, and gray. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to like there's mild. so many there's so many people that complain about so many things that they're going to take color out of it. They're going to be so. This isn't going to make sense, but but that's because that's what that's what's happening in this world. Is nothing's making sense, but they're going to be so diverse that you can't have any diversity. You just watch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, we can't, they, like, 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 here's, here's an example that is out there. There's a saying, you could safety yourself out of a job. In other words, you could be so safe. Well, you know, if I walk, technically, if I walk to my, my desk, I could trip on my way to the desk. You know, mind you, they may have gotten all the ramps and all the rails <laughs> and all the safety gear and all the stuff. But, you know, you could, then when you sit down, that chair could break. You know, I know the limit on it, but you could safety yourself claim everything's unsafe to a point Mm -hmm. until you're like, ah, it's just better. I just not work. Mm -hmm. But, and I feel that that's kind of, I hope that the concept, I hope that comedy doesn't go away. It's going, it's, I know it does feel like comedy is going away in, in the time period that we're living in right now. There's so much sensitivity about everything that I think comedy is starting to suffer. Even just 10 years ago, the, the, the the movies and the TV uh, shows and the commercials there was a sense of humor that was skating around the edge of these controversial topics. And it's getting now to the point where those people who are offended are so loud about being offended that now companies are making commercials not to sell their product, but to sell the woke image of their, of their company. Mm-hmm. Procter & Gamble, that's a good example. Go look online and watch all the woke Procter & Gamble yeah. uh, commercials. I don't know what advertising is going to look like in the future. It seems like we're going to continue doing video and and maybe print uh, for a while. But as far as what the message is, I don't know if we're selling the product or we're selling we're the selling image culture. of yeah, selling culture. That's yeah, exactly. Well, you, I believe. I believe. I, you tell me. I can't remember. I think it was on a show. I know we've talked about it, but I think it was on a show that we talked about. It was a commercial for. Pantene or something, mm, yeah, and it was a video of the same story. Could have been Emma, yeah, you know. But <laughs> that's right. It could have been. But it could have been. But 
the point was is I didn't even know what the heck it was selling. Mm-hmm. It was the story of their culture, and and it, and so how about, I'm, I'm how about this? There's a lot of people like me like me that are still old fashioned out there that um, we want to see product, we want to see what it do, we want to see if it's good. Mm-hmm. And how much is that, anyways? Yeah. That's it. We don't need to hear about a story of what a company thinks is a better household than what I have right now. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, we sell hair shampoo. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. The, you know? the Pantene commercials. Uh, there are some that are. Uh, if it was questionable, Pantene, I think it was. I think you're right. Uh, this, in in particular, was about a family. Um, I think it was a, a wife and a wife raising a little boy who they are encouraging to be a oh, that's transgender right. uh, girl. And the commercial is really about uh, this this boy becoming a a girl and growing her hair out and brushing and doing all the things that, you know, a traditional female child would be going through with, with their parent. And the and, accepting of it. And this is a, a boy child. that is... is not just supported, but encouraged to transition into uh, a girl, and uh, and we'll probably be on Doctor Phil in five years. <laughs> well, and then the end of the commercial, you realize, oh, it's for Pantene Pro, right? Well, what, <clears throat> I, I, they're not even I, selling a product; I, they're selling an ideology. I really thought it at first it was like some LGBTQ, you know, like a like a support after school special mm-hmm. of trying to enlighten what. Not necessarily what they're about, but like, hey, you know, trying to, I don't know, show what what really they're about. Not, you know, um, what's the word? Damn it, I always forget the word. But not not stereotypes. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. but still, it's a commercial, and commercials are selling something. Mm-hmm. And what you see is what they're selling, right? Yeah. So uh, they're not selling products anymore. No. No. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, wrap things up. What do you say? Might as well. Let's. All right, we'll do it. better stop what I was going (laughs) to say. (laughs) All right, thanks again for listening. Tell a friend, let them know we're doing the show. We'd love to grow our audience. You can reach out to us at anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Find us on Twitter and Getter at the NTS podcast. Where can they find us on the web, Dave? You could find us at nevertoserious.com. Oh, very good. And then how do they email us? They could email us at, or can they reach us? Oh, I was going to say they could reach us at mailbag at nevertoserious.com. Very good. Didn't even need the teleprompter. I have one. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, it's back there. It's producer, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you can go to our website and find our merch. You can yep. find the link at the top of the page and, and get I yourself tell a you, branded swag. And it's fun. We had a lot of fun um, going through and checking it out so it's fun and there's a lot i can't even believe it there's yeah, even there's aprons a, mm-hmm. caps bags oh my gosh it's yeah there's it's, a lot of cool was, stuff like, that's why it was fun we were actually checking them all out my yeah. wife and kid so yeah all yeah. right well thanks again for listening uh until we see you next time take care and be safe